everyone. Welcome back to Bad on Paper Podcast. I'm Becca Freeman. And I'm Grace Atwood. And it's just us today. Yes. And we have a fun little episode cooked up for you. We are talking all about our favorite purchases from quarantine. And we have a special guest. And the special guest is our listeners who sent in voice memos to tell us their best quarantine purchases. Yeah. So this is going to be really fun. I love hearing what everyone's favorite purchases were. One of my favorite things that happened during quarantine, um, my friend Maxie started this email thread that was a money diary. And she started it with probably like 15 people, some of whom I know, some of whom I don't. And um, everyone would like reply with everything that they bought. And it was just so interesting to see what people were buying. Also, I was super influenced by a lot of it. I was like, oh, yeah, I need that random thing that this other person I don't know bought. Oh, that's so funny. It was so fun. So I feel like this is kind of our like very mini coronavirus money diaries, but only the things that we endorse. Yes, exactly. So before we get to it, should we should we high and low? Yes, let's. Becca, what was your high this week? So um, my high hasn't happened. My high is a speculative high, and that is that tonight we are going to a restaurant. We are going to a restaurant. It has been four months. I'm so excited. We're being very safe. Don't worry. We're just going, me, Grace, and Alex, who lives in our building, and we've seen each other in the last few weeks. Um, and we're going somewhere to eat outside, and we will wear masks when we're not eating and drinking. But I am so excited. So excited. I was telling Becca just to oh, just to have somebody make us a drink, have someone take the dishes away. These are like the small little things that you don't even – like that we just appreciate so much more that we took for granted before all of this. I feel like for the first two months of quarantine, I was very excited about cooking, and I was very revved up about – you know, like trying new recipes and being really into meal planning. And then I got past that and now I'm like, what a slog. Yes, exactly. I was like getting so into like even like the cocktails and all of that. And I still am. If you can't tell, the thing I'm most excited about is to have someone fix me a drink. I don't know what it is. It's just like the idea of having a cold cocktail served to me that I didn't have to like thoughtfully prepare. I'm so excited about all of it, the whole experience. Yes. So that is my high. Yeah. What's your high? Mine has been um, – so last weekend, I pretty much just hold up. I set some strong – we were talking about – Becca and I were talking offline about boundaries before this. But I set some strong boundaries for myself. I didn't see friends. I just needed to chill out. And I pretty much hung out on my patio all weekend long. I read a couple of books. We're going to talk about what we read at the end of the episode as always. I was working on my tomato plants, which are looking so good right now. Um, and I just relaxed and I just love the way that the space is coming together and it makes me so happy spending time out there. I feel like lately weekends, I just like, it's weird because I'm trying to act like I'm vacation on vacation, even though I'm stuck at home. I pretty much like put a swimsuit and cutoffs on it and like tons of SPF, of course, and just live on the patio. I think that maybe sometime in the next couple of months over the summer, we're going to need to like rent a house somewhere. I, I feel like I need to get out of the that city. Too. I was thinking that would be so nice because I was watching um, Makita from Glamazon Diaries. She is up somewhere, I think in like Garrison or like somewhere upstate and she was in a pool drinking a cocktail and I thought that it was a throwback photo because I was just like, what are you doing? And I realized she's on vacation right now, drove up, staying at this beautiful like bed and breakfast. I was like, that would be so nice to do with like you and Alex or like whoever. Yeah, I feel like we should just rent a house for a week. Yeah. Or did you see Raina from Girls Gotta Eat? Mm -hmm. She's been upstate somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very into that idea. Yeah. So in the meantime, my high is just enjoying my patio, which you're welcome to come down and read with me this weekend if you want. Well, the problem is that you only have one comfortable seating option. No, I do not. I have the um the couch, but the other those little like chair things are really comfortable. I don't love the chair things. Oh, I love them. But yeah, the couch is my spot. I feel stuck in them. Oh, that's funny. You should put so I have these like pod shaped chairs. What I like to do is like lay in one and put my legs up on the other. Maybe maybe that would be better. Maybe it's just that I'm trying to like sit in it while I'm socializing, but maybe if I was relaxing and I could just sink into it. Yeah, I feel like that chair isn't a great socializing chair, but and I got ordered some foldable chairs for that. But mm. um I think it's good for relaxation. Like it's a good reading seat. Okay. 
Um, so that, and then the other big announcement is that I'm doing a second Amazon collection. Like they shifted some things around so that I can launch mine hopefully in October. So I have like a lot of work ahead of me because we're like, I feel like you, like you were talking about with rom-com pods, how you were on such a crunch time period. I now have to design this thing like in a matter of weeks to make it happen. But I'm so excited. Yeah. Fall nightgowns is coming. Can't wait. Yeah. So I might be a little stressed, like getting it all done, but I think it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. That was like one of my favorites. Are they going to make more this time? Yes. We had a long call to go over results yesterday. And they're like, because the thing is, like, they don't want to end up with like a million yards of red leopard fabric because it's such a trendy thing. Like, what are they going to do with that? So they, they were cautious. I mean, it's still like sold like several thousand units, but. Now they understand, like, A, based on all of the traffic that my blog drove and, like, different, like, metrics that we have, that we probably could have, like, easily doubled or tripled the amount of fabric. So they're going to buy more fabric this next time. Great. Yeah. So excited. Good. Okay. What about lows? Becca, what's your low? My low is that it's too hot out. We are in the part of New York summer that sucks. It is super humid and sticky and smelly and obviously I don't have a car like it's we're not in a driving city so I feel like the weather is ruining my walks which I have pinned a lot of my sanity to oh um and I usually go for walks either in like the late morning or the early afternoon like during the workday so there's not as many people out and about and also just like helps to like break up my workday and like reinvigorate me but that's the hottest part of the day And it's been in the high 80s or low 90s for the past week. And it is just so swampy and it is really cramping my style. Yeah. So consider this my formal complaint to Mother Nature and like we got to fix climate change for me. (laughs) For my comfort. For Becca. For my comfort. Not the glaciers that are melting. Not the little penguins. It's a a personal issue. (laughs) Supposed, it is supposed to be the hottest summer on record. Interesting. I haven't been phased by it. It hasn't been that bad for me. Well, why don't you go for a walk at 2 p.m. and let me know how you feel. I don't think that's something I want to do. What What's your low? Mine was just I was super overwhelmed this week. Um, you know, with everything going on in the world, a lot of my partnerships and stuff got put on hold and then everything was back on this week. So I'm adjusting to that plus also adjusting to like – Things I used to do a lot before quarantine, like shooting with a photographer because Ali Provost is in town and she drives to Brooklyn to shoot with me and then we shoot everything outside. So we've been safely shooting, which honestly is so nice. It's not a low, it's a high because I hate taking my own picture with a tripod and I hate editing my photos. So it's been so nice to have, like it is the most luxurious thing to receive a Dropbox folder with finished beautiful edited images that I don't all I have to do is like crop them and upload them to my blog so that is great but it's just been like adjusting to kind of it's not back to normal but I feel like my workload is back to normal and I I don't want to say I got lazy this summer I just got used to a little bit more of a relaxed pace and now we're back in like the thick of it but I like that because that means hey I'm making money and I like being busy just for my personality. Like I thrive, I think I thrive when I'm a little bit stressed, but I also don't love being stressed. (laughs) (laughs) So your own personal catch 22. Exactly. But it's not a real low. I mean, it's great. Work is busy and working with Allie has just been a joy because she's so talented. And also I don't have to do that part of my job anymore. I'm glad for you. Yeah. Let's have a quick desperation minute before we get into the meat of this episode. So if you're enjoying this podcast, we would love it if you would leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us to get discovered. Or if you would take a screenshot of your phone listening to this and share it on your Instagram story telling your friends how much you're enjoying this podcast. Yes. Or just tell a friend. Tell your mom. Tell anyone. Tell anyone. Tell a stranger. Yeah. Go to... Oh, you know what else you can do is go to the Apple store if it's open for you. Go on to all of those different computers and leave reviews from every single computer. That seems a little high effort. Yeah, that's way high effort. And it seems dangerous too. (laughs) So don't do that. 10 gold stars to anyone taking that kind of initiative. Yeah. If you have to go to the Genius Bar, like do us a solid while you're there. Yeah. So let's get into this. So our best 
purchases of quarantine. I feel a little shamed isn't the right word, but um, you've clearly done more shopping than me this quarantine. I think I'm the one who should be shamed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the first category we have is food slash kitchen slash home stuff. Yes. So what have you brought to this party? Oh, she's adding things as we speak. So the first one is obviously the air fryer, which we've both talked about our air fryers quite a bit. Um, Making those little bagel bites every weekend morning is has become something I really look forward to. It's definitely healthier than ordering a big fat New York City bagel, and it's such a treat. And it's warm and gooey and delicious. So, okay. So I have the air fryer on mine as well. And so when I first got the air fryer a couple of months ago, we'll link the one that we have in the show notes so if you're looking for the yeah. specific one, it's like a small, cute one. Becca has it in pink. I have it in yellow. Mm-hmm. I copied Becca. Rachel has it in teal. Love it. I've got a lot of friends on board with us. Anyway, so when I first got the air fryer, I felt like I sold all of my friends on it, but then I was getting the least use out of it. But I feel like I have now figured it out because at first I was like, I need to find like air fryer recipes, like specific things that are made in the air fryer. And I will say that I did make those air fryer taquitos that I brought downstairs, and those were delicious. So I have nothing against an air fryer recipe, but I feel like I just needed to, like, learn how to use it in my day-to-day life. And I feel like making vegetables in it – That's my favorite. Broccoli especially is, Oh, mine's asparagus. I I toss it with olive oil and add some salt and pepper. It's so easy. Seven minutes, and it's perfect. Yeah. I do broccoli, which I feel like – really cuts down on time versus in the oven yeah. roasting it. And it is like the same effect. It's really good. I've also made bacon in it. Oh. Yeah. You, I put it in at 380 for like seven minutes, depending on the thickness of the bacon. And um, then you don't have to like – doesn't splatter. You don't have to clean the pan. You just like have to clean out the air fryer. Um, and it comes out perfect. That is so smart. Yeah. Or like also I heat up a lot of leftovers in the air fryer. Yeah, I haven't done that yet. But I also am like a weirdo who eats her leftovers cold usually. Oh, I hate cold food. Anything that is supposed to be hot, I I will not eat cold. Like I do not like cold pizza. Ew. I like cold food. Ew. No. It's also hot outside, so I eat a lot of like cold foods. Well, I've heating up leftovers in it has been really good. It like makes leftovers so much better. Like I've heated up pizza in it before. I made turkey meatballs and heating them up in the air fryer made them like crispy and like a little different. I don't Ooh, know. Yeah. So I feel like I've I've hit my air fryer stride. And if we had recorded this episode a month ago, I do not know that the air fryer would have made the cut for me. Mm-hmm. But now I'm there. Love the air fryer. Okay. My other things are Brightland olive oil. Oh, do I need that? Yeah. It's really nice. So I actually feel like a dick because I know Ash, who's the founder, and I love her. So Ash is Hitha's friend who – and Hitha's an investor in her company. But Ash is also Rachel, who's Becca's um, co-host for Romcom Pod's best friend. Well, they used to be business partners. They used to have a different business together when they had a PR agency. I love that. But it's so expensive. It's like $40 because you've been raving about it. And I went on the site and I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I need this. And I especially want the chili oil because I would eat lava if I could. Yeah. Um, so it's that good. I just got the chili oil. My favorite is just the classic, but I also love the lemon one and the chili one's pretty good. But it's it's worth the money. I think so. I don't use it to cook with. I have like it's still a nice olive oil from Whole Foods to cook with. And then I use this mostly for salads, for sauces. Um, I make homemade salad dressing with it. I drizzle it in my hummus or in my in dips. Like I can't wait to have people over again and make Lobna dip with the chili oil. I literally could not tell you the last time I made dip. Oh, I love making dip. It's my mm. it's my favorite thing. Like the Allison Roman beet dip. Oh, so good. That dip is good. You've made that for me before. Yeah. I would when when I was making that, I used to like fill up a whole bowl and have that plus pita chips for dinner. Yum. Yeah. So that olive oil has been great. I just this is a new one, which I haven't I haven't actually received it yet because it's been backordered for a while. But have you heard of our place? Rachel got the pan. The pan is beautiful. It is really beautiful. So I ordered their pan. It's so pretty. I saw it on JC Dupree's site. She writes Damsel and Dior. She has amazing taste. And I was like, I want that. And then they stalked me with Instagram ads for like 
weeks. And I finally just I then oh actually when I got my FabFitFun box, there was a um a code for 15% off. So I finally broke down and just bought oh, it. Oh I I'm not as tempted by that, but I have been very tempted and also stalked by the Great Jones. Um, like, oh, it's yeah. like the alternative to Lake Crusade. Yeah, it's really pretty. It's really pretty. really pretty. The only thing yeah. that stopped me is that the Dutch oven is slightly smaller than the standard size Lake Crusade. And I'm like, is it big enough? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I have Lake Crusade stuff, so I. And I recommend that. And you so, don't need to like so replace much. that. Yeah, I don't like, need to replace it. That's something you buy and you have it for like your whole life. Yeah. But yeah. So that's on there. Um, something I bought before quarantine but have been using a lot. This is cheating. <laughs> what? I didn't know that we could bring things that well, we got before quarantine. Well, I wanted to include this because I've been using it even more. <sighs> okay. And so you know, you guys know I'm all about like little luxuries. Like I like my luxury. But I've I have wine pretty much every night during quarantine, and I know that's probably not great. But I I mean it's just a glass. I'm not getting wasted. Um, but the Zalto wine glasses make it such a little luxury to have my wine in, and so I've been having a glass of wine or like an aperol spritz most nights in my Zalto. Nice. The probably best purchase for me of quarantine was doing my patio, which I spent. Not like a lot, a lot of money, but a decent amount. I had I bought um, AstroTurf rugs for the whole space. So that like really brightened it up. And it's nice. Like I feel like it's okay to like walk around barefoot out there. It's your favorite Instagram background I've noticed. Oh my God, it's my favorite Instagram background. Then I got some like a cute little couch for out there from Pottery Barn. I got a little table on Amazon. The pink table the is pink very table. cute. The pink table so it's a great little $40 table. We can link it in the show notes. But um, my whole quest has been like trying to find things that are cute enough that I love them, but also um, inexpensive enough that if it gets stolen, it's okay. So like the Pottery Barn couch is very firmly chained to the gate. The nicer chairs I have are chained to the gate, but the little pink table floats around. So if someone takes it, I'd be really sad, but it's not the end of the world. Um, so I got that. I installed privacy ivy along the whole, around the whole like perimeter of my fence, which is, is really nice too. Cause then I can like hang out in my bathing suit and not feel like I'm on display for the world. And also like if I have people over, like we just have a little more privacy and I hung up some really pretty glass lights out there. I got a lot of plants, tomatoes, sunflowers, um, it's lavender. Been a whole transformation. It's been a whole transformation. So that's been really fun for both like it's nice but it also helps my mental health a lot so that was a big one and then um oh another really great purchase I made was a sea table I had one already but I got this orange one from room and board and it's just great because it kind of doubles as a desk like I I've been more recently I've been doing my work at my dining table but sometimes I want to just sit on the couch and it just gives you an extra surface I like my sea table for zooming Oh, yeah. Because it's at the, it's like if I'm sitting on the couch, it's like at the right height. And so it's a good zoom surface while I'm sitting on my couch. I like that. And then the last thing is just more candles. Again, with the little luxuries, like burning a nice candle makes me so happy. Right now, there's two that I love. Um, one is the Beauty Pie White Peach and Jasmine one. I want to I say that's what it is. It's, it's White Peach something. I love that one. And then I got one from a company called the Sensual Candle Company, which I think I've talked about as an obsession. Um, It's a black-owned business, and her candles are phenomenal. The one called Femme is so nice. It it just smells like citrus and champagne. Yum. Yeah. How about you? I have way fewer things. Okay. So we already talked about the air fryer. That's definitely there for me. Second thing is this Calabrian pepper spread. So this is a grossy Pelosi find who we all know I am very obsessed with on Instagram. And it's called – the brand is called Tuto Calabria. And he puts it on everything. He always talks about it. And I looked at it on Amazon and it was like $25. And I was like, I can't do this. Like I'm not not into this. But I was at Whole Foods the other day and they just had it at Whole Foods. Oh. So I got it, and it's this, like, hot pepper spread. You wouldn't like it. It's too spicy for you. 
and it is delicious, but it makes any sandwich so much better. I, I also really like it with avocado toast, like put a, put a little bit on under the avocado. Yum. Highly recommend this. The second two things have to do with my quest where I decided to get into cocktails, except I realized that I only like two cocktails for the most part. So I like a dirty martini. <laughs> and you like a Manhattan. And I like a Manhattan, and that's pretty much it. That's so funny. I mean, sometimes I like something like spritzy, but it can't be too sweet. Sweetness is a big thing for me, and I don't like any yeah. fruity cocktails. I think that we're going to make you a Negroni spritz this summer. I don't like Negronis. Are you sure? Because I made you a Negroni, and you didn't mind it. I think that you like Campari, but you hate Aperol. I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm determined. She She's really funny. So I have a partnership with Chambord, and one time I was like, do you want to come down for a drink? And she's like, yes, but n- as long as there's no Chambord in it. I was like, not everything I make has Chambord in it. You were on a streak, and I just, it's too sweet. I love Chambord. It's delicious. I do not like sweet or fruity cocktails for the most part. So, anyway, I was like, okay, I'm going to learn how to make Manhattan, which is actually very easy. I had just never done it, so I didn't know. So, I went to the liquor store to get bourbon and to get sweet vermouth. And then I was like, oh, I need cocktail cherries. And they were like, oh, we don't have any, but you could like get them at the grocery store. So there's this gourmet grocery store near our house. And I went there just because- Mecklebergs? Yeah. Because I, I needed- um, I don't know what I needed. But anyway, I was there and I was like, oh, I wonder if they have cocktail cherries. So I went and I like got these cherries and I got to the register and they were $25. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh my God. But it's like the it's like the kind of it's like cocktail cherries. Like it's not a maraschino cherry that like you had when you were a kid in a Shirley Temple. Like it's like the cherries that you get in a Manhattan at a bar. Yeah, I don't like those. Oh, I love them. They're so they're called Luxardo cherries. So anyway, so I bought them and I was like, well, I mean, I guess I'm not spending that much money on other things. So like, little luxury to yeah. quote Grace. But I was like, I can't. I don't think this is going to be worth it. They're so good. Also, I mean, there's a ton in the jar so it'll last like, yeah a long time but getting the cherries really made the made the difference in the manhattan if i just had like maraschino cherries it would not have been the same do you put the, any cherry juice in or is it just the one i put two cherries in okay two cherries yeah do you put any of the juice in or is it just it makes that big of a difference the fruit floating in there well it's like a treat to eat at the end okay it's but, like but does dessert. it <laughs> but does it affect the flavor of the drink yeah, maybe a little. Okay, so it's more about the treat at the end. It's more about the treat at the end. I'm just clarifying. I just want – I'm just seeking to understand as someone who doesn't like cherries. Yeah. So that was one of my best purchases. And then I also needed to buy cocktail glasses because I didn't have the right kind of glasses for a Manhattan because I like my Manhattans on the rocks. So I got these old man cocktail glasses. Like they just look like something that like a rich executive would have in his office. <laughs> Like they're like textured and they're like very cool looking. I got them at Crate and Barrel. I'll link them in the show notes. But um, it makes me feel very fancy to have an at-home Manhattan. Love that. So yeah, so that's something that I've gotten into. But let's hear from a listener on what their favorite kitchen purchase was. Oh, this is a good one. Hi, Becca and Grace. This is Sarah Kaner from Denver, Colorado. The best quarantine purchase that I made is something that I didn't even realize that I honestly needed, but now feel like I can't live my life without, and that is a frother to use um, on the milk that I put into my coffee. So I found a bunch of different options on Amazon. I went with one that was like, I think $17. It had a bunch of different colors. I got one that's red, so I love the color. That's something that sparks joy for me every day. Um, But honestly, having a frother has revolutionized my coffee game. I love that you can use it on cold milk or hot milk. I love that you can uh, froth the milk in the mug and then pour the coffee on top of it. But I think my favorite way to use the frother is to pour my coffee in a coffee mug, pour my milk in a separate mug, uh, froth the milk in the separate mug, and then pour the froth milk on top of the coffee into the coffee mug that I'm going to drink out of. Um, and I try and get really fancy with it and make some type of design, but I'm not a barista or um, a coffee artist. So um, it's giving me something to strive for. I haven't really achieved greatness with that yet. 
overall 10 out of 10 would recommend a coffee frother. Um, it's really revolutionized how I drink coffee and especially in these times of quarantine, it is something really small and relatively inexpensive that has sparked a lot of joy for me. Hope you two are well. Look forward to listening to this episode on the podcast. Shall we get into clothing, Grace? Yes, let's do it. Okay. So obviously the first thing on my list is the pandemic pants. So these are the Old Navy plush knit joggers that I discovered the first week of quarantine from Hitha. They're the most comfortable pants in the world. They're so soft. They're so comfortable. I, before quarantine, was not somebody who owned a lot of sweatpants because if I was lounging at home, I was either wearing like a nightgown, so I was no pants or shorts usually. Yeah. But I was not wearing sweatpants or like I was wearing yoga pants because I was like running errands. Yeah. I have a lot of sweatpants already. I did not. And um, so this was like a big investment for me to find the right sweatpants to make my at-home comfort lifestyle. How many pairs did you end up buying? I got four. I got four pairs. I got two pairs in light gray, one pair in dark gray, and one pair in like off-white. Okay. I have the dark gray and the off-white. I have two pairs. And honestly, I feel like it was the right amount because – um, laundry was quite a situation at one point during quarantine. <laughs> laundry was such a situation. So it was like the right amount that I needed to get myself through laundries but still have quarantine pants to wear every day. Yeah. So anyway, that was definitely my number one. However, in the making of this episode, somebody recommended a different type of Old Navy pants. So let's hear from her. Hi, Grace and Becca. This is Sam from Boulder, Colorado, and my favorite pandemic purchase has been the Old Navy Linen Blend Pants. I know that at the very initial phases of quarantine, Becca was a really strong advocate for the pandemic pants, which I think were the Old Navy joggers. But now as the temperatures are soaring and we're entering the summer months and here I'm still social distancing and basically not leaving my apartment building, I have found that the Old Navy linen blend pants have been just the absolute most comfortable, breathable uh, solution to just staying comfy and still feeling put together enough to go to the store or um, just take a walk outside. And so that is my very, very strong recommendation. Grace, I'm going to need to look into these. They sound amazing. I mean, I just like cheap, comfy pants. Yeah. Sue me. So then the other thing that I bought was I bought um, some t-shirts from American Eagle, from their Airy line. Generally, I dislike anything from American Eagle that is not from Aerie, but I okay. love things that are from Aerie. I will also tell you about Aerie underwear if anyone wants to hear about it, which is the best underwear. It's $3. Anyway, so I got two of these shirts, and it's called the Boyfriend Distressed Oversized Shirt. They are very comfy. They are like an oversized shirt that I think would look cute with biker shorts. I wear them with yoga pants, but they're like, they're definitely oversized. Okay. And they have, like, a little distressing, like, around the neck. Okay. So I got two of those. And last time I looked, they were all out. But I'm just on their site now. And they are both in stock and on sale. So I may be buying more of these. Okay. Because, again, I didn't have that many T-shirts. Like, I just feel like quarantine has changed what I'm wearing. Yeah. Because I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Then to just beat a dead horse and tell you about things that I – have already told you I'm obsessed with, but I continue to be obsessed with, the True & Co. True Lift Scoop Bra. It is so comfortable. It is so comfortable. It is the only non-underwire bra that isn't a sports bra that I've ever worn that I've found to be both comfortable and also supportive enough. Yeah. So I love this. I ended up buying a second one, and I bought the triangle one instead of the scoop one, and that was a mistake. Okay. That was a no. So it's all about the scoop. It's all about the scoop, but the scoop with the skinny straps. There's a thick strap one, which I personally do not like the look of. I saw that. I was, I, th- I thought that was super ugly. Yeah. I, it looks like a sports bra, but like I wouldn't want to, I don't know. Yeah. So I like the skinny strap one, but I bought the skinny strap triangle one 
and I felt like I was a little too on display and like might fall out of the top. Okay. So I didn't like that. So now I have another one in the mail that is the scoop one. Okay. But I'm very devoted to this. Great. And then just as putting it out there, the thing that I have my great white whale of quarantine more recently has been denim shorts. I have been ordering so many different denim shorts and then returning them because I don't like them. It's so hard to find good cutoffs. The ones I swear by are the the um, rag and bone boy short, but they discontinued the style. So that's not very helpful. I know, but maybe on Poshmark or like um, thread up or something, you can find it. Yeah, but then you can't like return it. That's true. So I'm just like operating a way station in my home for denim shorts. Just going through. Yeah. So if anyone has denim short recommendations, maybe I'll maybe I'll cave and try the A gold ones. I haven't tried those yet. Those look short. Depends. Everyone raves about them and they look like diapers. Hmm. Okay. Well, we'll but see. I have maybe. some in the mail from Madewell right now. I tried J. Crew ones and I didn't like them. I tried your Amazon ones and I didn't like them. So I'm on the hunt. Okay. What have you brought for us on the clothing side? So I have brought – what have I brought you? I've brought a lot of things as always. I, I'm really into the Vori joggers and the shorts, which are made out of like a similar fabric to the Beyond Yoga um, leggings. And I feel like they're just like really soft and lightweight and good for summer. So – I told you this offline. We had a discussion about this that I think I want to get into bike shorts this summer. I can't. And Grace said that she wouldn't be my friend anymore. I will still be your friend. I just think it, they're so, it's the worst trend. She'll just talk about me behind my back apparently. No, I wouldn't do that either. But I just think that they're trash. I think it's a terrible trend that should never be a trend. I never got the update from Alex on her bike shorts because we were talking about this. And I think Grace thought that Alex was going to agree with her. And Alex was like, no, I, I ordered bike shorts on Amazon. Like I'm ready to go. Uh, we haven't seen Alex wearing the bike shorts, so I think that's our update. Okay. Well, we'll find out at dinner. Yeah, I'm. Everyone I'm just putting it out want. there that I'm interested in bike shorts, especially because I'm like a, a big part of my life right now is going on long walks, and so yoga pants it's like too hot for. So if I had, you just need to find the ideal jean short that fits you well. Yeah, but like going on a seven-mile walk in jean shorts feels like chafe city. Or get the Vori shorts. They're like short joggers. They're not tight like bike shorts, but they're cute. I, I'm going to get bike shorts, but I might also get – I have to look these up because I do not know what the Vori shorts look like. Um, They're great. I love them. I also am really into tracksmith shorts, which just look like – um. Like vintage track shorts from like the 70s. I was a runner all through high school. So there's like a little nostalgia there that I love. Um, house dresses, I've been loading up. Obviously, I've been wearing my captains from my Amazon collection quite a bit. But I also got some other house dresses, which are linked on my blog. If you search best house dresses, they're all in there. Um, I've been really into the somersault PJs, specifically the night shirts, because they're like made out of this silky fabric that feels like satin or silk. But they hold up well in the washer and dryer, like sending our laundry out can ruin a lot of things and these hold up quite well. I love our bad on paper sweatshirts from Etsy. Oh, I haven't worn mine yet because it like literally came on the cusp of it getting really hot. Yeah. I wear mine. I'll like put it on at night when it gets a little cooler or I'll like wear it around the house. I feel like my apartment just runs hotter than yours because heat rises. Yeah. So I feel like there's never an opportunity in this season where I'm like, I'm chilly. Like, I'm always hot in my apartment. I also love, like, putting layers on. Like, I, like, even if it's hot, like, I like to have a blanket on me. Okay. The Social Threads sweatsuit. This is another favorite. This is the crazy sweatsuit I have, like, with the bright colors and it matches. It's way too hot for the it The tie-dye now. one. Yeah, the tie-dye okay, one. yeah. But it's way too hot for it now, but it is one of my favorite things. It's so crazy and loud and I love it. And the last one is um, what I was calling my pandemic shoes. They were those fluffy slides from Ugg. And I love them because they have a, a um, strap on the back and they have like a real sole. So like they have four-wheel drive mode. You can basically wear them outside if you want to. I mean, I don't. But So you said that these were your Ugg boots. Did you ruin them? No, no. I have them. It's just, again, too warm for them. Oh, okay. So the Social Threads sweatsuit and the Ugg pandemic shoes, I definitely wanted to – um, include because they were such good purchases, but I don't think that that um, 
I can wear them now. Well, let's hear from our listeners who have a couple of different clothing racks. Hi, Grace and Becca. My name's Kristen Economist. I'm coming to you from Des Moines, Iowa, here in quarantine, and I have a couple of pandemic purchases that have been my favorite this spring. The first one I want to share is a purchase for $13 from Amazon. All it is is an Amazon Basics fanny pack. I love to go on long walks and listen to memoirs on audiobook, thanks to the two of you and your suggestions. And I've noticed that having a fanny pack is perfect to hold my phone, my keys, my lip balm, and my AirPods, as well as my mask when I'm walking. So that's my first one. The second pandemic purchase that I've made that I'm loving is from The Beauty Bureau by Katie Oldham. She's somebody that I follow on Instagram at The Beauty Bureau. Beauty is spelled B-E-Y-O-U. TY Bureau. She has incredible makeup brushes and I purchased her flawless face set of six makeup brushes. They're outstanding quality, the best I've used in years, and they're really affordable. So those are the two things I have. They're making my days a little bit brighter. Thanks for asking. Bye. Hi, Becca and Grace. This is Lauren from New York City. In May, I turned around my fitness routine with home workouts and long walks, so obviously I needed a whole new wardrobe and equipment. I signed up for Obey, an at-home workout fitness app, which has been life-changing, which is spelled O-B-E with an acute accent over the E. For my HIIT and cardio workouts, I bought these beautiful white sneakers, A6 Gel Keanu 27. A6 is a must-have for my fellow flat feet people. I bought seven pairs of colorful neoprene dumbbells of different sizes when three or four pairs probably would have been enough, but I like variety. And if you haven't been able to find any online, check out Gaim, the yoga company G-A-I-A-M. For clothes, I have bought four pairs and counting of Athleta leggings made with their Power Vita material, which is so soft and buttery and amazing. The leggings I bought are called the Salutation Stash Pocket 2. It's meant for yoga, Pilates, and bar type workouts and has a huge pocket, which fits my iPhone 8 Plus, which is great for my walks. And they don't have a ton of compression, so they're also just great for lounging in. All right, Grace, what about on the beauty front? Unsurprisingly, you have a long list here. Yes. Um, baths have been a big one. Um, I'm really loving Herbivore's Coconut Milk Bath. It's so nice. I also love Equilibria's CBD Bath Bombs. They sell it in a four-pack, and it smells like lemongrass, and I just love them. The next one is a new retinol I've been testing. So I really like the Biosense retinol, which is like a plant-based retinol alternative. It's really, really good. The one that I've been testing right now, I – I'm not sure. I might like it even more. It's the um, Shawnee Darden retinol reform, and it has like a cult following. I had to try it. So I've been testing that right now, and I love it. Um, The other one is these retinol patches that you can sleep in, and I put them on my crow's feet like before bedtime, and I like to think that they make a difference the next day, but I don't know if they actually do anything. Interesting. Um, But they're like little patches that are infused with retinol and like little like micro needles to infuse it into your skin. Glow screen. Super goop glow screen has been my everyday favorite. I'm not Oh, worried. I didn't put this on my list, but I agree with this. It's the best. It's got sunscreen, SPF, but it makes you just glow like an absolute angel. It's the greatest. Our friend Jackie was like, Do you like sun protection and a commitment to highlighter? Then this is for you. And I'm like, Yeah, I yeah. like both those things. It's the absolute best. It's my favorite probably my favorite beauty product of twenty twenty. Um, the Tarte Sea Curl Mascara has been a favorite. It's a clean mascara that does not flake, which a lot of clean mascaras can flake. And then my new face. My new face. I love my new face. I feel like I haven't used it. I've been slacking off and using it. When I use it consistently, I notice a huge difference, especially like in just looking more lifted and awake, more defined cheekbones, less wrinkles on my forehead, and a more defined jawline. So- no, how long do I have to use it for? Like five minutes, four to five times a week. Okay. Yeah. Then um, just overall, I've really enjoyed getting scrappy. Um, I've been doing a lot of home waxing. I use the Flamingo strips. I, I've been shaving my legs again because it's summer and I want them to be like smooth every day. But um, I love the Flamingo wax strips for my legs, for my underarms. I got the bikini line kit and I've been waxing my own bikini line, which I know is crazy. I just hate body hair. So I want to pull it all off and get it off of there. Also, home brow dyeing was a big one, getting all the products Jackie uses. I wrote a whole blog post about both of these things. But yeah, I feel like I've been teaching myself how to do a lot of those things that I used to pay someone to do. Okay. Yeah. 
So I don't have a lot on this front. So I talked about last week, my new obsession is the Amika Perk Up Dry Shampoo. It goes on a little bit white, but it dries clear. And I feel like it is not, is a Goldilocks between not enough drying and then like too much drying that I've experienced with other ones. So I really like that. I, during the Sephora sale, I got a couple of things. So first of all, I got the the giant size of the Olaplex number three. Mm-hmm. That has been life-changing. So Olaplex has been like my OG favorite. It's a hair mask and it it restores bonds in your hair. So it makes your hair um, less susceptible to breakage. And I started using it two years ago. And I do think that it has fundamentally changed my hair. Yeah. It used to come in this stupid, dinky little bottle, which I feel like was like four applications. Uh-huh. But now they made an eight, a larger bottle that I think is eight ounces. And it's changed the game. Okay. So the big Olaplex, not a new product, but I guess a new product size, game changing. Then I got the Charlotte Tilbury Magic Cream, which I have mixed feelings about mixed in that I love it but it is not clean Mm. and I almost wish that somebody who is knowledgeable about it would help me look through the ingredients list to tell me what about it is not clean and how unclean it is yeah because I love it okay it is like thick but not too thick so it's like very moisturizing but it's not like it's like la mer i've always it is like said la mer. it's like la oh, mer. it's so good yeah i used to love it i don't not love it i got really into butter but. well i stopped using it so I, I had used it before and i think i stopped using it because it was at the time i was like this is expensive because it's like a hundred dollars a jar and i feel like you go through it pretty quick yeah so i was like uh i'm not gonna repurchase this but then i was bored during the sephora sale and i was like what do i want to buy and I got this. So I have mixed feelings about it because of the ingredients, but Lord, do I love it. Yeah. You know, for your face, I'm of the mind that like we've we've had this conversation before. I think using a little bit of a product that is not entirely clean on your face is okay. If, it, if you were using this body moisturizer or something and you were slathering it yourself all over with it, I would be a little bit more worried. But let's hear a, a quick rec from a listener. Hi, Grace and Becca. This is Emma calling in from Washington, D.C., and I wanted to share a few of my favorite items that I've purchased during this weird time of social distancing. And I feel I'm looking at all of my best purchases right now laid out on my bed, and I feel like a dragon sitting on her treasure right now. Um, I've bought a lot, but the best things I've bought so far have been this microderm abrasion skincare tool that I got for 60% off thanks to a promo code from an Instagram influencer. I was really totally influenced and it just like sucks the gunk and junk out of your pores on your face and it's really nice and feels so luxurious and I feel like a real adult when I use it and like I'm taking care of my skin. The second thing that I bought and loved are the um, Everlane bike leggings that have recently come out and they are so flattering and I would date myself if I saw me wearing them walking down the street. I just feel like I look so good in them and on a similar note I also bought uh, jeans from May well high-waisted and um, as someone who has a, a smaller waist and a bigger butt I cannot tell you how thankful I am that the era of low-rise jeans is over thank you Jesus um, just that time that era was really difficult for me uh, there are so many other things I could share but for the sake of time I will end it there thank you so much for the podcast ladies you brighten my week every week thank you all right let's get into tech so I would like to tell you about my Zoom lighting adventures. (laughs) So I have a MacBook Air that is about two years old. And I swear to God, the camera on it is from like 2009. Like it is so bad. The camera on my computer is so bad. Interesting. And especially in any kind of situation that is low lighting, it is awful. Okay. So if it is during the day and I'm in my office that has a window that faces directly towards my face, it is fine. But, like, if it's evening or something, like, the lighting is terrible. Okay. So I've struggled because I'm a vain monster with Zoom lighting. So early in the quarantine, I bought 
a clip-on ring light from Amazon. And I was like, this is going to solve all my problems. Except it didn't because it was, like, brighter than the sun and, like, it was impossible to, like, look at your computer while it was attached to it. Yeah. So I was like, wow, this is not the answer. So I bought, which I also see you have thoughts on, I bought a tripod ring light combo situation from Amazon, which I really like. It was like $50. It was great. However, the reality is that I am not going to use that on a day-to-day basis. I bought it because I had to do like an Instagram live thing. And, you know, it was like something that I knew that I had to like set up for. But like if I had to just jump on a conference call, I wouldn't be like, let me set up my ring light. Yeah. So I got an Instagram ad for this thing. It's called the Lume Cube. L-U-M-E Cube. And it is a light that suction cups onto your computer, but it's actually a really good light. Cool. So what I like about it is that you can control the brightness. So unlike my Amazon one that was just literally like like the brightness of the sun, there's like settings from zero to 100 that you can adjust so that it is both the brightness you want on your face, but also so you can look at it. Okay. Second, the it can attach anywhere on your computer versus the ring light I had was supposed to go around the camera. So it was literally like right where you were looking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it also has a temperature brightness. So you can change it all the way from like very cool lighting to like very warm lighting. Oh. So you can also get the lighting to be like the temperature you want. Cool. So I'm very into this. And I feel like if I was just zooming with like my usual Wednesday night friend Zoom. Like, obviously, I wouldn't do this. But if I had, like, an important meeting or something like that, like, I would definitely throw this on. Yeah. I probably – I've been just taking all of my meetings with, like, kind of shitty lighting, but it's fine. I mean, it it would depend how important it was. Like, if it was with a new client and with somebody I didn't know, yeah. Yeah. Or if I was doing, like, an interview or something. I don't know. Like, there are certain situations where I would, like, yeah, I would like to look decent. Like, anything that I would do my hair for. Yeah. There are tons of Zooms that I take that I'm like, I'm a trash person. Hello. (laughs) That's funny. What about – what did you bring? Mine is just my ring light tripod. It's a little tripod that I got on Amazon. We might have the same one. It was like $50 or $60. I think your light is bigger than mine. Okay. And it's just good. I did a lot of my videos with it. If I do Instagram Lives, I use it. Um, That kind of thing. Yeah, it's nice. And it's nice the light stand is adjustable. Yeah. So the light is from like coming from overhead versus directly in your face. So it's easier to look at. Yeah. So now we are into the miscellaneous portion of things. And I will tell you that you guys, our listeners, brought a lot of random suggestions, which I'm very excited for. Oh, I love that. Should we start with our listeners' random suggestions? Yes. Okay. Hey, Grace and Becca. This is Sarah from Seattle. My favorite purchase during quarantine has been the New York Times cooking app. One of my goals was to push myself out of my cooking comfort zone. So I've made a cocoa van, chocolate babka, focaccia bread, but I've also gotten really comfortable making some classics to add to my weekday mix. So Korean meatballs, summer corn salad, hot honey shrimp, a great seven layer dip for parties. And I highly recommend the app. It is great if you're trying to cook seasonally. It's great for cooking inspiration and lots of different ability levels. So I will definitely be keeping my subscription throughout the year. Hi, Grace and Becca. My name's Catherine. I'm calling from San Diego. And my best quarantine purchase was a vibrator. It's my first one ever. No time like the present, right? Hi, my name's Kayla. I live in San Francisco. And my favorite quarantine purchase has been my dog, Frank. I adopted him from an animal shelter in April. And he's done a great job keeping me company and also keeping me busy and entertained during the past few months. Hey, Becca and Grace, this is Yasmeen, and I wanted to share with you guys uh, my favorite purchase um, since being in lockdown. And for me, that has been a vinyl record player. So it's aesthetically just adorable in my home. Um, And then I'm also having a lot of fun purchasing the actual vinyl records because just having that tangible kind of album in your hands and looking at the artwork um, is just, it, there's something so special about it. And then playing the music on the um, record player as well has just been a lot of fun. Um, so that's my favorite purchase. 
All right, Grace, what about you? Okay, so mine has been, first of all, all things gardening. I've gotten into like, I have this weird vibrator that you put on top of your plant, like on top of the blossom, and it shakes out the pollen to like encourage um, pollination and uh, allegedly it increases tomato crop yields by 30%. So I got that. I saw that. It needs a different name. I think it's so funny calling it my plant vibrator. That's not what it's called. It's called a sonic pollinator. A sonic pollinator does not sound like something you're going to put in or around your vagina versus I call it a, a plant. plant vibrator. It's sex. so funny. I'm doing this on purpose. Like it's not called that on the on Amazon. It's my plant vibrator. <sighs> I every day I go outside and I vibrate my plants to help increase pollination. So I have that. I got a really cute kit with like a, a trowel and like all the little things that you need for gardening and shears, pruning shears. Um, I've just gotten really into gardening. So that's been super fun. Another thing I love is my arrow garden, which we've talked about at length, but I love my arrow garden. I love having fresh herbs. It's so wonderful. Um, my Bissell steam mop is a great one. I love it so much. It gets my floors so clean. I use the eucalyptus water that you can also buy on Amazon and it makes my apartment smell like a spa. It's my favorite Sunday afternoon activity. I love it. We also had a listener who loves her steam mop, so we'll hear what she has to say. Hi, this is Mary from Michigan. During quarantine, I purchased the Bissell steam mop influenced by one Liz Adams. It is by far my favorite cleaning and overall purchase of all time. This thing cleans everywhere. It picks up everything, even dirt you didn't know you had or have ever seen. It cleans it up. I've spent countless hours cleaning my floors, cleaning my windowsills, opening up my stove and steam cleaning inside. I I didn't even know that was a thing. I've given tutorials to people who have definitely not asked for it. At this point, Bissell should probably be paying me for marketing their steam mop. It's the greatest thing I've ever received despite the couple of uh, steam burns that I have received from the mop. I'd recommend it to everyone I know. It is a magical investment. And then lastly, one is kind of a big splurge. I did Flower Box's peony subscription. So it was just for four weeks. Every Friday, I got a delivery of beautiful, fresh peonies. And it really, it was just like something amazing to look forward to. I loved it. It was really special and fun. I am very excited that my local favorite flower shop, Sprout, I think is probably going to be reopening on Monday because retail can reopen. Oh, that's amazing. Um, I hope – Or no, not Monday. A week from Monday. I hope that um, Fox Fodder Farm, which is right next to my yoga studio, I hope that they reopen. I'm very excited. I Well, people have – a couple of people have sent me flowers because of Romcom Pod, so that has been very lovely. And I'm very grateful. Um, But I enjoy not being the only living thing in my apartment. Yeah. So I have – I only have two here. So the first thing is that I resubscribed to the New York Times crossword puzzle. And I had – I used to have it when I was working in an office. And I used to do it on the subway every morning while I was commuting. Yeah. But then I, I stopped commuting, so I stopped doing it every day. It's also expensive. It's like $50 a year. And I have a deep problem with the amount of different New York Times subscriptions I have because I have the regular one, I have the cooking one, and then I have the crossword one. And I'm like, Jesus, guys, like, couldn't we roll this into one? Yeah. So it just irks me when like all the different charges hit my bank account. So anyway, during quarantine, I was like, I'm going to re-download the crossword. And it has become my little morning ritual where I've spoken at length that I'm not a very good first thing in the morning person. I need to like become a human. And usually I cannot account for that time. It's like stuck in an Instagram hole or like reading God knows what news or who knows what I'm doing. But now I've worked the crossword into that time. And so I like sit and have my coffee and I do the crossword and I feel like I'm getting a little smarter. And it's like, I don't know, it's like more productive than like the Instagram K-hole I'm usually in. That's so nice. So that. And then the other random purchase I made is that Rachel and I licensed uh, I'll Make Love to You by Boys to Men for rom-com pods, which I think is the funniest purchase we made. That's amazing. We, uh, yeah, we needed to like officially license it. We looked at a couple of songs, but that one ended up being the cheapest and we also liked it. So we were like, we're going for it. 
but we spent a thousand dollars and licensed I'll Make Love to You by Boys to Men. Oh my God. Just for the sake of a joke. That's okay. That's commitment. Yeah. So $500 each. So yeah, that's something else that I bought that brought me a lot of joy during quarantine. Okay. I don't know if anyone else here has occasion to license music for jokes, but you know, just recommending it. Muse for your business. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited about all of our listener recs. I have a lot of products to check out. Yeah. I'm so grateful to everyone who wrote in with a rec. Not wrote in. Called in. Called in. With a rec. Voice noted us. Um, I think maybe we'll try to do some more crowdsource episodes yeah. in the future. I think this is really fun. Agree. So let's get into end matter. Yes. What are you obsessed with this month, this week, Becca? This month, this week, this year? Well, so I already told you about my Zoom lighting quest. Th- that has been recent in the past week that I've been on this quest. So I'm obsessed with my Lume Cube, but I already told you about that. The other thing that I'm obsessed with is season two of The Politician. So good. So good. I think it's better than season one. Oh, I don't know. I feel like they're both amazing. I think it's better than I think it's better than season one. I think Gwyneth Paltrow's storyline is way better in season two. It's like hilarious. And I kind of like that they're out of high school. That's true. I I, I just loved the first season so much and wasn't expecting to love it. So I feel like I knew season two would be great. And my expectations were already really high. It's so good. I loved it. I binged it all last weekend. Same. What have you brought? I have two. Okay. Um, the first one is a brand called Straight Away Cocktails. And they're really cool. I saw them featured in Claire and Erica's newsletter. And I was like, I like this idea. And you know I love a Negroni. So I got a bottle of the pre-made Negronis. They also sent me some fun extras. They sent me their spritzes in a can, which I would totally buy again, but I realized they were $6 each, which is too expensive. But Yeah, um, but that's cheaper than if you bought a drink at a bar. That's true. They're delicious. Um, it's a small business based out of Oregon, and um, I just really like what they're doing, and I think their packaging is beautiful. Um, and then my other one, I don't know if I've said this before, but my favorite, favorite place to buy underwear is a company called Rx, A-R-A-K-S. I found them on Man Repeller like years ago, but they make my favorite lace bralettes. Like I, I think I have three and I just ordered two more and they're just so nice. The quality is fantastic. They hold up really well in the wash. And I love, I like pretty much always wear matching underwear sets like bras and underwear. And I like my favorite thing to do is treat myself to a new set. And I bought myself two new sets this week. So I'm looking at this because I'd never heard of this. And I feel like the bras are reasonably-ish priced. I feel like the underwear is wildly too expensive. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because the bra is like $100 and the underwear is like 40 or something Some like of that. the underwear on here is like 50 or $60. Yeah. I'm – I wasn't saying this is an affordable thing. I really – I just love their underwear. I think the fit is so good, and I love the matching sets. Well, and I'm, I mostly wear $3 underwear, so going up to like <laughs> 15X that, it's yeah, too much it's, for me. It's too – yeah, I hear you. I only have a few, but like I had three sets, and I bought two more because, A, they hold up well in the wash. Like over a year later, all of mine are in perfect condition. And B, they just make me happy. Like I got – I started with a green set and a fuchsia set. Then I moved to lemon. I'm wearing lemon right now um, as I show back at my lace. Um, and then I just got like a tan color and um, bright purple. And I just cute. like it for summer. Like it's easy. It's comfortable. It's so comfortable. But it's so cute too. Cute. So I don't know if I've talked about them before, but they make my favorite underwear. What about on Instagram? Do you know who Zywe is? No. It's just Z-I-W-E. So she, she – I found this recommendation via Reddit because she interviewed Caroline Calloway and then she interviewed Allison Roman this week and she is like – she's a black comedian and she calls people out on their bullshit. Like she'll be like, how many black friends do you have? This and that. Like it – you have to be brave to go on her show. But I listened to the Allison Roman interview this week, and it was interesting. And I started the Caroline Calloway one, but I didn't get all the way through it. Um, 
it's it's a mix of funny and also like I don't know, it's a little bit embarrassing if you're the person being interviewed. You gotta have a, have a thick skin. But I really, I I have to say, I, have, I enjoyed her interviews with Allison Roman. Interesting. I could check that out on one of my walks. Yeah. So mine is, do you follow Vera Papasova? I either do or I might still, I might have unfollowed. So she used to be a um, an editor at Teen Vogue and I used to follow her and I, I guess I must have unfollowed her. But she has been posting a ton about the fireworks. And if you do not live in a major city, you may not be experiencing this, but there in Brooklyn, where we live, and in a lot of major cities, there's nightly fireworks all through the night, and it is so rage-inducing, and it's really jarring and loud. Yeah, and it's like here, I feel like it's every 15 minutes from like 8 p.m. until 3 in the morning. Mm Mm-hmm. And so she has been – so there's also a lot of conspiracy theories where I don't know where I fall on the conspiracy theories, but I do enjoy reading about them. Yeah. So she has been posting a ton of stuff about the fireworks on her Instagram stories. She also posts a lot of social justice things too. So I do feel like I'm enjoying following her outside of the fireworks stuff. But I am I started following her because I think Helena from Brooklyn Blonde or somebody was like pointed to her about the fireworks and I was like – yeah, I'm all in on fireworks yeah. conspiracies. Let's go. So yeah, yeah, fireworks, man. They're, they've been intense. Yeah, yeah. What about books? Okay, so I finished Big Friendship. It was so good. It was so so good. So this is the book by Aminatou So and Anne Friedman, who are the hosts of Call Your Girlfriend, and it is a narrative-driven nonfiction about their friendship. So it is about kind of female friendship in general, but also their friendship specifically. And I loved this so much that we are going to have them on the podcast around the release of their book. So I'm so excited about that. I mean, let's be honest. We wanted to have them on the podcast before they wrote a book. Yes, but I'm even more excited now with the book and to just talk about them, talk to them about female friendship, which is one of our favorite topics. And if anyone has been to our live shows, we usually do a segment on friendship. So very excited to talk to them. Then I started this book called Real Men Knit by Quana Jackson. And so this is a romance about a man in Harlem whose um, adoptive mother dies. All of this happens in like the first two pages. And um, she owns a knitting store and he decides to keep it open. So he starts running this knitting store himself. And then it's a romance of like, will they or won't they with this woman who works at the store? Grace, I'm like halfway through this book. So I bought this book. So Lindsay Kelk, who- I have no desire to read this book. It's so good. You're so fucking wrong. Is this going to be the next idea of you? I don't know. I, I mean, I haven't gotten to the sexy parts yet, so I don't know. Okay. But the buildup is great. Okay. So um, I read this because Lindsay Kelk, who is- one of my favorite British rom-com authors who wrote One in a Million was reading it and she posted on her story something to the effect of, I have never needed two characters in a book to have sex more than these people. Okay. And I was like, sold, ordering right now. So I'm about halfway through and I completely agree with that description in a good way. Like it's a good buildup. I'll let you know how the rest is, but I love her writing um, and I love the backstories of the characters. Yeah. Um, like it's it comes from a really interesting angle about um, the guy who keeps the knitting store open has three foster brothers who are all um, biracial or multiracial. And um, it also just has to do with like small business and gentrification in Harlem. So there's like a really nice richness to the backstory of these people outside of just like, well, these two people fuck or what? <laughs> so it's great. OK. What about you? Okay, so I finished The Vanishing Half, and I read it in, like, a day. Like, this was one of my books that I read last weekend. I loved it so much. We chose it as our July book club pick, and I'm so happy we're reading it because I think this discussion around it is going to be amazing. It's just such a fantastic book. Um, Then I read, also in a day, One to Watch by Kate Stamen London. Becca, you're going to love this. Um, It's 
it was I had this queued up as next, but then the knitting book came in the mail and I was like, I need to. This is just it's made for me. Okay, so well one to watch is about a thinly veiled bachelor. Um and this woman is a plus size fashion blogger and she gets drunk one night and writes this whole rant about the bachelor and how and it's all true stuff. It's like how they um don't the representation is terrible. They never have anyone like they never have had a black bachelor and everything else. Um, and she kind of did like a teardown and then they listen to her and they re- revamp the whole show and they invite her to be on the show. And it is just fantastic. It's like got some good romantic bits. It's dramatic. It's fun. It's so well written. I felt like I think you said this about a book we had read, one of the rom-coms. Like, I just felt like I really identified with the characters and the way that they talked to each other. Like, just their emailing style and the way that they spoke to each other felt, like, very much like our group of friends. I'm excited. I loved it. I have this in my, like, I have, like, seven TBR piles. I have, like, my long-term TBR, my, like, short-term, my medium-term TBR, and then I have, like, three books pulled out that I'm, like, I'm reading these this month. Yes. Well, this, so it's in the smallest pile. This book is a, a real treat. And then I read Home Before Dark, which is the new Riley Sager book. It was good. Um, I mean, all my books always go on my blog. I write full reviews there. But um, it was good. It was not as great as the other Riley Sager books. As background, Riley Sager is one of my favorite thriller writers. Like, I love everything. I Every time he has a new book, I like, um, I pre-order it. Like, I love his his writing. This is so scary. It was a ghost story and it was so scary. Like reading it before bed, I was like, I I don't know if this is a good book to read before bed. But I finished it last night and I really enjoyed it. I gave it like a B plus. Like it was, it's definitely worth reading, but it's not like, and I think also because I read Patsy and Nickel Boys and The Vanishing Half, like my standards kind of went up and like reading like silly thrillers, like it's hard to give them like an A or A plus. So that was really good. And then I started Sleeping with Strangers by Eric Jerome. One of the things I want to do, like I've already said this, but I'm trying to read at least 50% of my books by people of color with an emphasis on black authors. But I realized that like I read tons of like more serious books and romance novels by black authors. But thrillers, which is like my favorite genre, there aren't as many like fun, light, trashy thrillers by black authors. So somebody in either my Facebook group or the Bad on Paper Facebook group recommended Sleeping with Strangers by Eric Jerome. And I started that last night and it's too soon to tell. But and I enjoyed the first chapter. Great. Yeah. So if you're looking for a book, we will be discussing The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett on the last Wednesday of the month. And this book has been... I feel like all over Bookstagram, I feel like everyone I know has read it. I feel like so many of you, when we announced that we were having it, were so like, this is the best book I've read recently. So I I have not read it, but I'm very excited. It's so good. So join us for that. And then in the meantime, head to our Facebook group and talk to us about books, product recommendations, pretty much anything over there. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram at Bad on Paper Podcast. I'm on Instagram at Becca M. Freeman. I'm on Instagram at, at Grace Atwood, and I blog every day at thestripe.com. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.